0: This is Jack Gottlieb with the l Transformation Podcast, where business leaders share their advice. It's five questions in nine minutes because talent development needs to create value and generate results quickly that balance immediate needs and long-term transformation. So let's get to it.
1: Hello, my name is Ilda Andaluz. I work at Veril Energy Solutions. We are a manufacturing of drill bits and downhole products and I am currently their executive vice president of Global Human Resources.
0: Fantastic. What would you say, Ilda, whether it's from an industry product and service perspective, what the company obviously is providing to its customers or overall, what is the best thing about being in learning and development today?
1: The best thing about being in learning and development today, well, wow. um, I would say right now the, um, accessibility of learning platforms that we have today. There's so many out there and there's there's so many that are accessible to people and the fast pace of how it's going on there's no one place to go. There's just yep. so many places that people can go. And depending on what what flavor you prefer, right? Like what is your preference? You can do audio, visual, a blended, uh, on demand. Everything's at your fingertips now. Uh, you can have drip learning. Uh, you can have in-person learning. It's just, that it's amazing to me that we have all these things which I wish I had when I was younger because <laughs> I think I would have learned differently. <laughs> uh, and, and now it caters to all the different generations. So I think that's what's exciting of what's going on in the industry right now. And more and more companies, such as my company where I work at right now, we are encouraging all of those. And we do a little bit of everything because we understand that there's different generations in our workplace and also there's different ways of learning that people want to get information, want to consume that information
0: differently. No, I completely appreciate that. How does that translate to the strategic priorities? areas of clear focus on elevating capability skill in your organization how does what you should translate to the kind of practical mm-hmm. reality and future mm-hmm. of Barrel?
1: Yeah. So one of the things that we are focusing on is our middle management. A lot of our um, managers, you know, as most companies get promoted because they're good at what they do and then they're placed in the management role and then that's it. There's nothing else done after that. So what we are doing is taking our cultural framework, which is the name of our company, Veryl, and each letter represents something. So V, that, for instance, means means valiant, right? Like having the courage to think differently or think outside the box. Uh and A means authentic and so forth. So we're taking those frameworks and then translating them into how do we then provide learning around that to our leaders so they can be that those great middle managers and yeah. combining that. And a lot of companies have these things on the wall and then that's, that's it, right? So yeah. we have to live it and breathe it. You know, it's not easy. We're not completely there yet, uh, but we chip at it little by little. Um, we, uh, you know, a, as an executive member, we try to role model those things ourselves, but also in every meeting that we get, we try to talk about those things as well, too. I get that drip learning that I was talking about earlier. Yeah, it's a, that. great, that's a great example.
0: Mm-hmm. That whole idea on the wall, how does it come off the wall and become something we live and own? Side-by-side side asset in what we do day-to-day, but still has the kind of the tentacles or that kind of connection mm-hmm. to to strategically, though, how is that really moving us forward while ensuring it's pragmatic and livable day-to-day? Mm-hmm. And that fabric is so often forgotten beyond the mm-hmm. volume or threading or scale of great training and development, which doesn't mean it's going to hit an impact those people in the business sustainably so i love that approach
1: and you know what is interesting as well too about this approach that i appreciated and you know in in having my team roll it out is it looked different in different countries. So right. that also plays into the learning of what that looks like. Right. right. So we uh, you know, we have a new office in India, a new plant in India. And then this was new for them to start looking at culture this way and learning and development this way. And what did it mean to them? What do you mean, valiant? And what does that mean in their culture? And what yeah. did it look like for us in our internal culture and you know, in that part of the world? So it's it's been it's it's been fun to to do actually
0: it's a great point right because you you think of india and the practices that they have that when one is transitioning from one job to the other there's a respectful kind of transition period by which that has to be honored they can't just up and leave right like we can here mm-hmm. so there's mm-hmm. the transitioning in the work environment mm-hmm. the hotbed of talent the competition or the, not yet the competition for talent local yeah. labor laws how they respect and value the employee very different internationally mm-hmm. let alone customers, work, culture, environment. Correct. So beyond skills of leadership embedded to your point in culture, acronym to the business and creating a common thread that globally is a binding agent, mm-hmm. not just mm-hmm. a developmental path, is critical. It's huge. Yeah. So I love I love that example. This is a great trend, kind of transition to the next question. So most executives that we... I've worked with, I personally know, across industries all see one way or the other continued leaps or at minimum just really key shifts in L and D slash talent HR, but you know, L and D really at the forefront. How do you see things continually shifting?
1: I think they're continuing. Fast. I think there's a shift in in the format of, of learning. Yeah. And you know, no longer is there the format where you go half a day and you know into a classroom. More and more people want, you know, smaller, quicker. I mean, people respond to text much faster than you do to emails. It's the same thing for learning. People respond much quicker when they see a quick video, a 10-second video, you know, a 30-second video on something that's applicable, not just theoretical. So people want What can I use today? Like, don't waste my time. What can you give me that I can go and apply today and I can get results from it? So that's happening more and more. And that's that's for every generation that I'm seeing in the workplace, not just the younger generation, but also the older generation as well too, is is wanting that as well too. What can I use today? the other, the other place, the other thing as well, too, is more focused learning as well, too. So don't give me this big, broad thing. Tell me exactly what I need. Like give me if it's, you know, on on feedback, give me exactly what I need to do on feedback and give it to me quick. You yeah. know, if it's on leadership, what's the one piece of leadership that I need and so forth? So it's, it's on different. So we've been, I was going to say, um, kind of like taking uh, an onion and peeling it. So peeling it little by little and giving it that bite size, that's I think it's, is, I, I keep repeating this on and on because I, I'm seeing it across different organizations and different aspects of different industries as well. Too more and more people are asking for that, and you see different platforms on LinkedIn, you know, on Google Learning, and all of those things. They're all going that way.
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think like at the end of the day, right? You think about even what you do, right? At the kind of that fundamental from drilling solutions at different levels and stages, right? From bits all the way to kind of full out products and services, right? If we think about that as an example, one could say, look, we we are putting together this particular structure, building whatever that might be. Here's the blueprint, here's the plan, here's the steps, nothing wrong with that. Here's the tools, here's what we need. And then while needed, it's like, okay, wait, can we just focus on the drill bit? Let's talk about the value okay. and application. How does that connect to drill at a individual, commercial, large scale level. Okay, now you start to know how to use it, how that applies to different mechanisms. The other way to do it, to your exact example, mm-hmm. is now how do we apply and use it? Let's start to kind of scale those mini micro pieces. And then slowly and/or kind of as a more clean thread, how does this apply to this project? Or in this case, mm-hmm. how do these leadership skills apply to our teams, which drive our business But how do we thread that more Mm -hmm. naturally so it's not, Mm -hmm. I know I need to know all this, but I need it more in chunks, but let's still create a story, pragmatic Mm -hmm. threads between the chunks. Kind of like what you're saying. Is that fair?
1: Yeah. Yeah. And repetition is a a very important piece. I think the other thing that we forget about L&D is we think that it's a one and done and it's never a one and done, right? Well, it's constant repetition. I mean, you know, research has demonstrated that to remember something you have to repeat it at least seven times to remember something. So why do we expect that they send it, you send people to a learning or give them one video and then there's we will be great at it, right? They won't. So you gotta repeat it in different ways and feed it in different ways. That's what I'll talk about. The way that we consume learning has changed because now we have all these different and they have to do a little bit of reading, a little bit of listening, a little, you know, a little bit of video, a little bit of everything. And, and it's gonna click. And yeah. then it's when you'll see the change. And you, so you can't expect the change to just happen after you do it once. And that's why I tell leaders, you gotta be patient with it. And you yourself have to repeat it and the repetition will help to get
0: to get there. And then all those little micro pieces, how do we stack them, create mm-hmm. the applied context for them? So it's it's reinforced in the ways in which how we're creating value, how Correct. we're elevating our work to create that value. What does it mean Mm -hmm. for deliverables, either in production, either in customer experience? How does it relate to financial or strategic performance and or all all four of those? It's stackable. It's stacked and connected, and it's all threading to applied value, real context, Mm -hmm. but in a digestible way which is what you're doing. always
1: looping it, always looking back to your strategy, right. always looping it back to, you know, what you want to do. Of course. Absolutely.
0: Yeah. I love that. So yeah. what guidance, strategic guidance or advice do you want to share with other talent development leaders, executive HR and, or learning or talent, either way, what advice would you give? Whether they're beginning still in the, in the process of like we're already moving or looking to implement, whatever transformation there on what, there, what guidance would you give on on any of the continuum?
1: Well, I can tell you what has worked for me. Sure. What has worked for me is to truly care about the development of your people. And I know it sounds soft or cliche if some people say they care or come on they roll their eyes. But what I have found, if, if I truly care about people's development, about their growth, not about me ill as a person, how I'm going to look if I launch this program, but really truly about them, you don't have performance issues. You don't have, you know, those bad conversations with people because they really see that you want, you care about moving their development, their career path. And, and then pe- people just stick around with you and they want more of it. And they, and they want, and, and then they, they themselves start teaching other people about it. This is what I have learned and so forth. And it just starts with as simple as caring.
0: I love that. Cause I think when you really care tear... Caring soft sounds like, yes, I value who they are, but we're really busy. It's the mm-hmm. idea what you're alluding to, which I think is powerful for this community watchers or just listeners of the mm-hmm. podcast to hear is caring means the real value and impact on the other side of the learning, mm-hmm. which means how does it apply to elevating at the work you're doing? and the value and results you're creating. Two, what does that mean for enriching not just your career, but your opportunity in your career, which also connects to the business or maybe something that even is beyond the business and that's okay. But then three, caring in a way that supports the others that you touch. Other departments, Mm -hmm. your work leadership is hitting so that it's the value for the business, the value for me, how does it link together so I understand the impact I have across, yeah. maybe the enterprise could just be another function, but that's erring because our work is not just about me getting my job done. <laughs> is that?
1: Yeah, absolutely. And you know, as leaders, we forget that we've got a tremendous responsibility to always be skilling and reskilling our people. You yeah. know, so we have constant opportunities with them every time we have conversations with our, with our employees, with our teammates. And we forget about that. We are too busy, you know, answering emails or, you know, being in meetings and we're we're, we have meetings because of another meeting we had meetings about meetings. Right. And and we never really spend the time to converse, have those conversations, have those teachable moments, have those little pearl moments that we have to uh, of learning. And there's they're everywhere and we miss out on them. You know that, and if you care and you spend the time and you block your time to, like, let me just check in on my person to see how they're doing. What have they learned this week, or what you know how, what can I help them with? It's as yeah. simple as that. It doesn't have to be a program, you know or a video or a book or something. it it's it's simple and easy, but that's why it's difficult because it's. Simple uh, and easy. I love
0: that. I love that. Final question, to drive what we've talked about, that's immediate value, long-term impact, really applicable, the digestible word, but all of which is that what I can use now, leverage now, but how does it feed forward amongst other things we hit upon? What are the one, the two mindsets or critical skills we must build to be successful in the continued evolving world of L&D, especially in what we discussed? Uh,
1: In my opinion, it's a growth mindset, always looking and growing. I think that's the most obvious for everyone. But I also think we are, uh, you know, the skills that are really needed are leadership skills and communication skills. Because I've met great leaders that are poor communicators or I've read great communicators that are poor leaders. I think yeah. those two things are the things that we miss out the most. And why do I say that? With, with the technology that's advancing so fast, we have forgotten the skill of having great communication. We think sending an email or sending a text, you're suddenly now a great communicator. And there's so many, um, I would say, issues, performance issues, understanding issues because of poor communication. There's a misunderstanding of something. And it all stands with communication. There's language barrier. Uh, There's distance. There's so many things that are happening. And we don't spend the time to really understand what it is to be a great communicator, Uh, not just verbally, but, you know, in writing, in presenting, in so many different things. So it's so interesting to me that we don't spend a lot of time in teaching how to communicate well.
0: It's a phenomenal point. That's a phenomenal point. First, I want to just say it was such a pleasure having you on that, that you bring such a great balance and you feel it of, I would say, real focus, passion, but a very clear perspective on the balance of immediate value and continued sustainable movement in that how learning translates to value, but ensuring it does feed into something that is progressive, larger impact, maybe even transformational. It was fantastic. Thank you so much for being a guest today. Thank
1: you for having me. It has been a pleasure.
0: Thank you. Oh, of course. It, it was, again, it was an absolute pleasure. This is Jack Gottlieb with the LMD Transformation Podcast. For more insight and ideas, you can go right to our main hub at THDResults.com forward slash podcast to see any of our episodes over three seasons. Also, you can now find us specifically season three on Apple, Spotify, and Amazon. Alda, thank you so much. Great, thank you for having me. Take care. You too.